Hey, good day everyone. This is Nigel, the host of Alpha Male Diaries. And today I will have an interesting topic on why do modern women expect so much? Like, why do they feel so entitled? Why do they feel as if they have the options that they do have when it comes to men? And within all our honesty, they're ignoring the facts that women outnumber men by vast majority as far as when it comes to dating and everything like that. So is their pool or are they pool really as deep as they think it is? Um, I have a video that I'm going to put up, but for now, I'm going to have you guys listen to some of the things that I am touching on. And it's from Kevin Samuels. And it's basically about how modern women think when it comes to dating. So, I'm going to load this video. Let me know what you think and enjoy. The last seven, in 1940s is when dating came along to sell us De Beers diamonds and, and greeting cards in the American dream. The notion that you can pick. So now what's happened? Women, whether you like it or not, you're in charge of vetting. And it doesn't seem that most women don't seem to pick the kind of men that's uh, compatible for them. Most women seem to pick what they like, and, and then the, the pattern tends to be after you've had enough damage, then you finally pick the guy that's out of your friend zone, or you pick the guy that's actually compatible with you, and then you learn to love that person. But it's not romantic. It's not Disney. It's not Hallmark. So dating doesn't work. Women today, dating has, what have we gotten to? We've gotten to the point to where you're online, swiping, swiping left, swiping right, people having sex before they even go out on the first date. Because how many times have you sat back and heard, um, well, I need to know what, I need to know what that dick do before I get, before I commit my time to him. <laughs> You've never heard of shit, shit. Thank you. You need to. You need to pay. Well, you, you you just heard it. Women are like, uh, uh-uh, uh. I don't want to waste my time. Exactly. So the and and well, and a woman's value proposition to a man is what? Her looks, her femininity, her womb, and to, and and with a womb body count. So looks, you guys are all fit, but you know, outside of Miami, 80% in our community is overweight and 80% of that is obese. That's the fitness. Today, women are having sex and picking men. Women will leave men based upon sex. More than men will leave women. And you're having women have children before and then expecting to get married afterwards. So. Now men are, now if you're in a certain category of men, which I am in, you can have access to all the beautiful women and have as much relationship, as much sex as you want and have y'all compete for it. It's not working for y'all because the demand has been pushed to the top 10% of men. I'm in one of the top 10%, works like gangbusters for me. But then women get upset about being part of a rotation and this and that. Why would I have to pick you if her, 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 and uh, Maria Marisol, Myling, and Jamila all want me to? Yeah, and he, Kevin Samuels made a great point. And the problem is that modern women 
overvalue themselves when it comes to dating. They feel they have all the options. They feel as if they deserve it all. I'm going to have some of the podcasts that's going to be more relevant to this conversation. And here it goes right here. I'm not going to put up with that. You got to do this, such and so forth. All right. Bring the next one in. You're outnumbered. That 125,000 is a real number. So if you want to live in this, the lifestyle you talk about, you want to, the, your pool of men is shallow. But that's why I know we disagree on the definition of middle class. That's why I said from middle class to high class, because I am aware of that, mm-hmm. where men who are in that top 10%, it's a lot harder to get them to be faithful and loyal to you because they are so wanted by so many women. Mm-hmm. And also men, when, when men have that status, it takes a lot longer for them to choose to be loyal to you versus everybody else simply because they don't know what your intentions are for them. They don't know, is she with me for me genuinely or with me because of the benefits I provide? Whereas more of a middle, lower class man, they know that you love them for them because they don't have those things that they think that you want back mm-hmm. and where you can only, like some middle, women middle, will settle for that. Middle, but with you. Hmm? So you'd be all right dating, you'd be all right marrying a man who made the average black man in this country makes forty-one thousand five hundred dollars. No, okay, so that's why we why are we even talking about all that. Women will talk about men like that, and that ain't the kind of man you would deal with. So it doesn't matter. I feel like seventy thousand is ridiculous or hard. To I don't. Okay, that, it doesn't matter. But fifteen percent of men earn that amount of money. Fifteen. Okay. So still, whether you're in the top ten or fifteen percent, a man knows if he is a higher earner. And see, that's the thing, because I don't know what you do for a living, Um, but most men at your age don't earn that kind of money. But that's not the point. My point is men have a more accurate representation of our actual sexual marketplace value. Women have an inflated estimation because of the amount of men you can deal with. I only judge based on the men who are trying to marry you. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you know where you really rank. What kind of men are trying to wife you? Coming with ring and intention. So all this other stuff is just philosophical. So when you're talking about these men up here uh, are, are, are less likely to be loyal, uh, the kind of men you're talking about are, are in that area too. But as far as we talked about loyal, um, Cheating. When uh, when asked, 28% of black men in married or committed relationships have admitted to cheating. What percentage of black women have admitted to cheating in the same scenario? What do you think? Mm, I would assume less, maybe 20%, 15%. Wait. I would assume less. What do you think? A number, approximately. Um, 10% of it's a cheat. I would say 40% of them. She's like the other group. 24%. So 28% of black men have admitted to cheating versus 24% of women. That's not a huge difference. So why do women complain so much about loyalty when y'all are cheating? Oh, cheating. Oh, cheating. But who files for divorce? And when relationships end, who's walking away with the kids and the money? 
Would you want it in today's dating environment? Would you want to be a man or a woman when it comes to the breakup? Why? Because we reap the more benefits. Ah. So, so do you, but is that the way you look at it? So you're, you're really privileged. Women are very privileged today. But the way most time it gets talked about is that, that it's so uh, hazardous. So I think it's been a good conversation, hopefully eye-opening. Do you have any questions? Oh yeah, I may. I actually may go live in a minute. What about you? I, th I think your situation is okay. I think your situation is fascinating because you say you want to be. Uh, you don't. I don't sense that you want to be by yourself. I just think it's your one in rules. Like I told you, I want to be in a relationship, but say like. I'm very picky because I understand that. And, and one, like how you mentioned, does race matter? There's a lot of things that matter with me. Obviously, I'm weird. I like cats and I like anime. I'm very picky about men anyways. So knowing the statistics and everything, I know more likely than anything, I'll most likely end up alone. So because of that, I would rather be able to support myself. Okay. Do I want to find my dream guy? Absolutely. But do you know what it... Now, this is where it gets hard. Um, you're 26. There are women who would tell you that they wish they were your age so they could make different choices. My whole tagline, buy a dog and die alone. Women are dying alone these days. And, in, and especially in Japan and, and, and Korea, Kodokoshi, people are being found dead. Um, well, so would it be, is it that you can't find somebody that you like or do you think you'd be just too difficult to get along with? I think it's a mixture of both. But what can you control? I can control how I am. Right. I mean, I mean, are human beings different today? I mean, are we more nuanced? Or are we pretty much the same animal we've always been? It's more finding someone that can tolerate me than do you have a lot of patience? Like said, uh, no. There you go. Like ding, 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 ding. Impatient. And the thing is, that's the problem. If you're supposed to be the empathetic ones, the nurturing ones, the patient ones, how the hell are you supposed to get anywhere if you're not patient? But Typically, I'm not patient. I've learned patience from a situation, but now... But here's the uncomfortable reality. There are more women on the planet than men. And every day I'm on a show, I talk to women who are eights, nines, and tens, pretty beautiful and gorgeous, who are chronically single and miserable. Because you still have options. You guys have options at this age. The options at 30 uh, drop by about half. At 40, they drop by uh, roughly around 20%. After 50, it's pretty much game over. I had a 45-year-old virgin on my show the other day. So my thing, and so ultimately, I get what you're saying. But whatever goes around, you got to be able to get along with somebody. I think another problem is social, like the social setting that you're surrounded with too. How you're going to find the type of person you want is depending on your social setting. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to find the type of person I want in the state of Florida. Well, well, see, well, I gotta get out of here. well that, and that brings us to the next, brings on to my next question. 
Are women lazy when it comes to mate selection? Uh, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I would say yes. No? I'm not lazy when it comes to mate selection. I'm not unlazy, basically. All right, so... If but I guess generally, yeah. Like, in general, yeah. Well, I mean... Girls are going to wait for the guy, so the right guy to come find her, so they, you know... So when was the last time you... are ready to have a mate, and you're setting your intentions, you should be out there. What? So when was the last time you stepped to the kind of man you were interested in? When's the last time what? When's the last time you stepped to the kind of man you were interested in and dropped your proverbial handkerchief? Slid in the lead. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely do that. I do that all the time. I, I always take the, the lead. I always okay. finish the lead. If I want it, I'm going to win it. That's okay. just me. But, and that's one thing about the, the okay, is it online or in person? Given my situation, I was on Ekamar for a long time. I just got out of prison, so okay. it was online, but yeah. then in person. But yeah, and then I even flew out to LA, slid in some of the DMs, and went through. Right. So but, I definitely take initiative. The thing is, online is not real. You got to do it in person. And this is where Becky, Mar this is where Becky, and them, they, the white girls with their hair flipping and flirting and such and so forth, because being feminine and, and, and assertive and aggressive in a feminine way is going to be important because, like you said, the kind of men you would be interested in are, are looking to see who's genuine. And women who actually show interest. Men like women who like them. So, um, I, th I think it's interesting that when you ask most women about going to be a go-getter, get what they want as far as job, this, y'all, I'm going to get my education, I'm get my career, I'm going to be an entrepreneur by the husband, oh, he'll find me. I was like that. I was like, uh-uh, they're gonna find me here. Well, Miami ain't the place to find and nothing. That's why I said I gotta get up out of here. And it's a lot of online and long distance stuff, mm -hmm. and it's just not like it's a lot of interactions are better in person. And I've tried so much to take initiative to people that are outside mm -hmm. of here, right. and just the long distance it, it makes a difference. You're from here, right? When you actually have time to socialize in the right crowd to find the person you know, because yeah. you're either working or whatever, and maybe the person is not in your work field, so it's yeah. not as dense. Yeah. You don't find time to go. Well, that's the problem. That's the and that's right there. Yeah. See, it is, you have to. First thing that I tell women to do is get rid of your single girlfriends. <laughs> because single women keep women single. You have to find time to get out there and make yourself available to the kind of man you want. Or else they're they'll find somebody else. Like, and they're gonna yeah. find somebody else. Well, that's what I and then most about high value men. They're not looking like they they don't actively see. Like whenever I find a high value man, nine times out of ten, I was in the right environment and I approached them. High value men, they don't approach women. Like I feel like the men that are constantly approaching different women every day, they are the low lives of the men. When you say high value men, what do you mean? Like someone who it's the typical ideal man that a woman would want and they know that. They know they're handsome, they know they're financially stable, they know that they are able to be committed and loyal and to care for a woman that they think how do you know that when you first see a man? You can tell by the way they carry themselves. You can tell by what they wear. You know, you know their character? You can get an idea of someone from the energy that they give off. I don't think. I, I can't. Well, uh, I can tell you I made that mistake. I'm an image. Well, well, now, this is where, I'm, as an image consultant, person who reads people for a living, you're making, you're making an educated guess. Mm-hmm. But 
A high value man, but they tend to be wrong because it runs through your pre, it runs through your confirmation bias. A high value man, the way I define it, is a man who's earning a certain amount of money, six figures or more, because so ten thousand dollars a month or more, Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, because you can't be high value and homeless. I mean, it sounds nice, but that ain't real. He had to have had made that money for about three to five years, so there's some consistency. Other high-value men see him as a peer or a potential peer. He has a network of high-value men and other people. He has a life that's kind of linked in or level visibility. He's not just an entrepreneur. He's, he actually has something you can point to. It's not, you know, a VP of mergers and acquisition at Goldman Sachs. And then he's uh, useful to others and the group. And men like that, because I've been talking about this high-value men thing for the better part of two years. Men like that, actively seek women. So when you say those kind of men don't, I think you may be conflating it with a high earning man, but high value men are looking for their counterpart because these men know that there is a ceiling uh, in corporate America. There's a marriage cap on a lot of these things and they're actively looking because they don't want to be out here doing this and doing that, doing this, because they got other shit to do. They're trying to get on down the path. Can I clarify what I meant? Let me, let me say a couple of things. And I have a group with a thousand people in it that I've handpicked. In that group, there have been nine couples that gotten together and four marriages in less than a year. And I'm not a matchmaker. So these things happen. I think one thing about these kind of men, you don't see them walk around there and they're at the you know, at certain clubs, they're at the uh, at the cigar lounge, they're at the bar at Ruth Chris. They're not socializing and doing a lot of stuff uh, that most folks would do. So what are you going to clarify? What I meant was that they're not thirsty. Mm. Like, you, when I say lower value men, I mean they're actively seeking a lot of women. Like, slimy. A lot. Like, every yeah, girl. Yeah. Like they're not picky. It's, oh, she's kind of cute, that's enough for me. Mm. So when I say that, I mean they're particular they're not actually always looking for someone well i I was saying in miami is a different world too because here a lot of guys are just i've seen more fake watches and more rental cars this week the thing is i'm going to be here often because i live in atlanta and i'm going and i do this around the country la beverly hills and one thing is consistent i start if you watch my content i've been i talked to men for years what made me popular is I started talking to women about the very things the men who are my clients say they want from women. Because these men are actively looking for their what for their feminine, beautiful, inspirational woman. I think that's been the biggest twist. Now the disconnect is how do you get around the kind of men you want and how do you effectively shoot your shot without looking thirsty, without looking try hard or whatever, whatever. Um, and, and I, one of the things I hope this do is change the um, change the temperament and how we approach one another, so it's not so suspect to where we're like dating. I mean, this shit should be happy. It shouldn't be a burden. Like, God damn, I'm single. I got it. All right, well, that was dope, ladies. I appreciate you guys coming out. More to come. Uh, your Godfather is signing off. I'll come up with a catchy outro, catchy tune at the end, but. Thank you, ladies. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. We had other people leave. Y'all are going to enjoy this. Godfather in Miami. It's hot out here for a pimp. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
that ends the podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, hit that notification bell so you know when I upload the latest podcast. Alphabet Diaries, your host, King Nigel. See you.